0: You had a chance to talk to Sheriff Joe. Oh, yeah. And I can only imagine this guy is anti-weed, anti-cannabis, anti marijuana whatever you want to call it, he's against it.
1: If you can imagine how frightened I was walking in there and what I was going to say to make that change, to maybe, maybe click it over, I had an opportunity. And I walked in there, and the first thing I told him is that, you know, folks since Prop 203 have come to me, and their lives are improving. They're extending their lives you know, now I know they're extending their lives. I see this. And, you know, it's... And these uh, aren't
0: musicians. These aren't comedians. These aren't No, these slackers, are actors.: honestly, are... these
1: are really seniors. Seniors, okay. and that's what's, uh, that's why I'm doing the health and wellness uh, senior socials. And right. I'm reaching out to seniors because I'm seeing how much their lives have been improved. And him being a senior, he, you know, he's listening.
0: Is it like Cocoon?
1: Uh, no, <laughs> it is like cocoon. <laughs> it honestly is. It's it's like they're coming alive from the inside out. That's great, man. That's and awesome. you know that's gas, man. <laughs> see, I'll, <laughs> I'll do the man with you. We'll nice. we'll practice later. Uh, but you know th- when you see these people lighting up like this, and not just lighting up, right, you know, right, right. and not necessarily the lighting soul, up at all, yes, their yeah. soul is lighting up, and right. they're so they're so happy. And younger people are happy because younger people are on pharmaceuticals too. Now I want to go back to this thing about the pain medication, and ha ha ha. You guys are saying, you know, this but they're going and getting their cards for nothing. You know, you can go and get something that can kill you, just by asking your doctor. You can go and get these opiates. You can get oxycodone, and you can overdose on those things. There's not a reason in the world that you shouldn't be allowed to go into a place and tell them, yes, I have pain. You know how many Americans have pain? Pain management is the biggest business there, and it's why CVS is number five on the, tops, the top uh, on the fo- Forbes 500. Um, You know, so when they're making a fortune on taking a life every 20 minutes, you know, you have to re-examine your values when you're looking at a natural alternative. Uh, When alcohol takes 86,000 lives a year or 88,000, whatever, you know, over 80,000 lives a year in America, pharmaceuticals take over 30,000 and cannabis has never taken a life. How come we have a toxic agenda? Now, that's what I, where I come down there. Right now, I'm a little mad. But if I'm speaking to someone who I want to change their mind, like right. Sheriff Joe, that's the first thing I threw out there. I met him on the Capitol lawn on opening day, not this la- last time, but in uh, 2014. And I had an opportunity... Uh, my girlfriend said, "Go and you know, take a picture." And I was like, "Oh man!" So it's her, Karina. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, she shoved me over there, and I just was scared to death. And and I said, "Sir, you know, uh, do you know that uh, we lose ten kids a month in Arizona alone to pharmaceutical overdose?" And he just turned around and he looks at me and he goes, What are you, one of those people that wants to legalize marijuana? Like <laughs> he, he, said he said it all in. kind of cheech and chong when he's <laughs> kind of being funny. Right, and and he's a funny <laughs> guy. He's a funny guy, honestly. Yeah. And, and uh, <laughs> I just said, You know, I like to, I prefer to say I'm a cannabis advocate and I'm looking for, you know, you know just some common sense. And he just, he d- dug around in his, uh, in his pocket and he got out his card and he just said, Give me a call. Really? And I went. Oh my goodness. Wow. You know, this is what an opportunity. Right. And so, you know, I, I did it. I called him, I called the office, and sure enough, they set up an appointment, let me come up. But I will say, you know, as state director of Normal at the time, uh, I was very happy to have that title. And that was something that I felt could get attention. Right. It wasn't just to unite the community, it was also to, to put some kind of face, some kind of stamp on Arizona that said, we have an organization. But there are marijuana people here, and you guys right. got to recognize us. I'm sorry. Right. We launched, as normal, we launched the, the campaign to recall Yee, too. Oh, you that know, was we've, awful
0: we've, what she said.
1: Th- you know, <laughs> she was just something that was, she was someone that was blocking a democracy there. And here we had a, a, a something that could be researched to save some of our veterans, and there she is blocking research. Give oh, me a break.
0: Was, that was so ridiculous. It um, really was. Uh, Jack, do you ever thought about this? I don't like Sheriff Joe. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Delaware, it was Eleanor Holmes Norton. She's the one uh, from the District of Columbia saying that uh, defending the D.C.'s new uh, legalized recreational marijuana laws in that area, saying that the drug is de facto legal for most Americans. So with that being said... I mean, <laughs> how much can we ride on that and, and change some minds around saying, look, you know, Absolutely. DC saying this is the de facto thing. You know, basically, talking about ev- people ev- coming
1: out. Yeah. Everybody's
0: doing it. You know, the thing is, the only ones you see that are doing it are, are Cheech and Chong. Those are the ones that are proud and, and, and waving the flag, um, which, I, you know, celebrating is one thing. It's fine. I don't have a problem. And they're friends of mine, too. And I, and I love them and everything like that. But that's the attention. That's where the focus is going to, which is unfortunate, at least when you meet someone who's against this is they have an easy finger to point at.
1: They have an easy finger to point at, and they also have something to make fun of. Right. And while we're in this fight of, of winning hearts and minds, we really need nothing to be made fun of when it comes to cannabis. Right,
0: exactly. And when
1: they go out there and they wave that flag, and I've been talking about this for years because I've been trying to change hearts and minds right. and break stereotypes about cannabis. That's
0: what it is. Exactly right. And
1: it's it's so hard because I love these folks, and but they won't put down the funny hats. They won't put down the funny... You know, I had one guy... I show up to one of my meetings and I'm trying to change minds and it's a big pot leaf in the middle of it. Right. And then, you know what I got called in a very nice venue? I was called the pot people and, the people. Right. and, and that's, and, to, and then I'm yeah. dismissed, you know, and this is what the fact is that people are afraid of this leaf. You know, we love the leaf. That's great. We understand the leaf. Right. These people don't, what they see is a symbol of a bad drug that can hurt and kill people.
0: And we're dancing around and with making it look fun to them. Oh,
1: it's fun. And right. look at us partying, and we're right. going to ruin your society. And that's what they didn't want prior to 203. Right. They didn't want a bunch of junk on the corner. And, you know, I love folks, and I love th- their spirit, and I love the fact that they want to get out there, and they want to do something, but, you know, gosh darn it, we got a lot of good stuff we can do. And I've given a lot of good suggestions, and unfortunately, because of my stance on trying to win over hearts and minds in this more conservative way in a very conservative state you know i haven't gained a lot of friends in the kind of what would you call the activist community however you know we've got a whole other side of our community we've got these people that you notice and then you've got this whole other real mainstream Giant community in Arizona that's growing and can't wait right. for legal regulation so that they can also join the bandwagon of Colorado, and Washington, and hopefully what this is going to be for 2016 is not just Arizona. It's going to be about nine other states. Can you imagine right. if this wave, if we're part of this wave, I'm so excited every day thinking that we're going to be part of this wave. And the idea that I have to spend any time. Mm-hmm fighting my own community on what we need to do. I know, it's, like it's this, very
0: frustrating. It's almost like, like just relax, I got this. S- sit down, don't I, worry. It's I not me. This.
1: It's the, I well, feel it's like, like the professionals will I got I, mean, I have that attitude. Like right. relax, you guys got that or you know, not I got this, but the professionals have that.
0: Right, exactly. I mean, yeah, don't worry, we'll take care of it, but just don't impede, you know. Stop stop Look, you know, uh, Mexico is giving up on the weed. They're going to poppies now, right? They're, exactly. They're poppy farm, so yes, they're, they're going to feed the heroin uh, side of things. So they've given up on the weed, which is great. We're a border state. I think it's more imperative, just even on that basis, to go and grow our own, so that way we know where it's going and coming from. I mean, it just seems weird that we, we are so resistant to it, or at least the people who are in charge are still resistant to change and to, to progressiveness and to, to see... What this really can bring in. You're going to cut funding to schools. You better try to find a way to refill that funding. And I guarantee you do it by re- recreational marijuana, you're going to get that done. And, Absolutely. And, and pretty quickly, I'd imagine, too. So
1: The numbers are huge coming out of Colorado with that are. revenue. They are. And, and when you can take uh, the business out of the cartels south of the border and you can put that business in the hands of American businessmen, well, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. And honestly, you know, then you're keeping it out of the cans, hands of teens. Why? Because drug dealers don't ask for an ID. When something's sold and it's, you know, they ask yeah. for an ID, you have to be an no, adult. Exactly. And, you know, that's how it goes. Of course, there's going to be stuff on the edges. Teens are going to get their hands on stuff. Of course. But if we actually educate them about the stuff that can hurt them, the stuff that can kill them, you know, maybe they'll get an education, they'll stop and think, like you said, and they'll be thinking, and maybe off of the daily meds that their, that their doctor wants to put them on, maybe they'll start thinking about what they're putting in their body and they won't actually be on drugs and they yeah. won't want to drink alcohol and binge drink and go crazy.
0: You don't always have to smoke it either. You, there's droplets, no, there's oils, there's a lot of ways to medicate.